how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 370. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just scrolled across and saw a, uh, a headline that says Panthers Robbie Anderson sees new glow in Sam Darnold. And I'm wondering... Yes, I saw I, this yesterday. Yeah, I want your comments <laughs> on um, whether or not Sam Darnold is the last dragon. Yes, I saw this yesterday and I wanted to send you this joke. Because I, I thought, I was like, so did he defeat Shonuff and get I, the glow? Like, how, how he would must he? must have. He defeated Shonuff, got the glow. Did he get the gold glow like Bruce Leroy had, or did he get the red glow? Like, I the think, red glow I think, we know, I think we know Darnold got the, got the red glow. I think we know <laughs> I wonder it's, what would be like. What would be like the douchey frat boy glow? Would it be like? It'd be like. It'd be like would it be like? Uh, like no, like turquoise. It, it's seersucker. That's what it's it is. Seersucker. It's definitely seersucker. The seersucker glow. <laughs> I want nothing more in the world, Dwayne, than a show enough backstory movie. I'm sure. I want it. There's got to be like a million. There's got to be like a million fan scripts out there. We need it. We need yeah. it. I need. To, I need. I have lots of questions. I want to know. Bruce Lee. Uh, well, I want to know why he wants to fight Bruce Leroy so bad. Yeah, it's not explored enough. I want to know. He said the Shogun is back. I want to know where he was. Was he in jail? Did he kill a guy? Like I need to understand. I need to know where he gets his pants. Yeah. I have a lot of. I have a lot of showing up questions. Lots of questions about showing up. I need a backstory, Dwayne. I need it. I want. We should write the showing up backstory. That's what we should do. Make a film about it. We'll cast like Michael Ely or something like that. That'd be great. So what I I, I will say, um, if you have not seen the movie Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, your assignment now is to go watch that movie. Yeah, go watch that right now. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's terrible and awesome. So. It's 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 my it's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I I I, I reject the notion that it's terrible. It's flawless. Yeah. It's yeah. it's only kind of racist, which counts for the eighties. If it's only yeah. kind of yeah, you know, honestly, it, it it yeah, 80s has to be graded on a curve. That's the way it goes. Uh, great soundtrack. Yes. Underrated soundtrack. Vanity. Yeah. DeBarge. It's great. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. 1985. He's got the glow. Sam yeah. Darnold. It's, it's, it, uh, Panthers fans are all drinking the Kool-Aid about Sam Darnold. I'm terrified. Not Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sam Darnold. I'm terrified. I was like, I want everyone to be, because we, we can't be high on him, because now we're all going to be disappointed. What you have to do is, it's like that season whenever Jake DeLome took over, and everyone was like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> Jake DeLome's the quarterback now? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. And but then, that turned it, out pretty good. Yeah, that turned, that's how it has to go. You can't go yeah. into a season with a guy who's pretty much, you know, expectations were like at Jake DeLome level, and talk yourself in. Because now he's going to come out and he's going to obviously be Sam Darnold, right? Like, he hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the exact same player, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe the talent is slightly better than it was at the Jets, but still, he's still Sam Darnold. Yeah, he's still Sam Darnold. Um, we'll see. I, I'm kind of excited for the Darnold era, but I certainly don't have, like, super high expectations, you know? Yeah, I, I, again, I've said it before. I'll, I'll say it again. I'm going to lose so much money betting the Panthers plus twelve hundred to win the NFC South because <laughs> you, I mean, you look at that team and like, like every other team. Obviously, the Bucks are the favorite, and the Bucks are probably gonna win. Probably right. Like they're yeah, probably the best team in the division in the in that division by far. I think, mm -hmm. but the other two teams, you tell me, you tell me those two teams couldn't stink because they could. I think they could. I think it's very fair that they could. Atlanta could stink. We don't know what New Orleans – New Orleans is weird because New Orleans could still be very good or they could also fall back to the back of the pack. I honestly don't know what that team's going to mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Um, give me 1,200 odds. I'm taking it. So I think the Panthers are going to be better. You know what we should do? Oh, no. We is should this involve, find – this, this involved me losing more money. 
No, no, no. <laughs> we should find what Leroy Green has been up to in the last like ten years and watch all his stuff. That's what we should do. Oh, who? Uh, <laughs> Timac? I yeah. can tell you what Timac's been up to in the last twenty years. He What's was on an episode. Of, he was on an episode of Different World where he was a baseball star and he date raped Freddie. And oh, like he's do. done. He's done absolutely nothing since then. Yeah, <laughs> he's it a martial like- arts. I think he's like a martial arts instructor in in Los Angeles. Ah, okay. So, uh, so in 2018, he did Fury of the Fist and the Golden Fleece, which is a lot of words for a title. And, I'm watching uh, that today. I don't yeah, know what that is. I'm watching it today. It's got Danny Trejo and Jason London in it. Oh, Ernie, my God. I might got, stop recording right now and watch that. We have to watch it. It's got Ernie Reyes Jr. in it. Oh, my which, God. Which is amazing. This movie sounds so bad. Yeah. Kino from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, yeah, we gotta watch this. The f- Fury of the Fist and the Golden Fleece. Oh my god, the Golden Fleece! I am googling this right now. Yeah, that's where amazing. is this? Got to be on like Amazon or like a three point three out of ten is is what IMDb gives it. That's, oh my god. Uh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's look, better than I thought. That's better it looks than I expected. So bad. I'm so yeah. excited now. <laughs> so excited um wait do you see what the oh my god the biggest porn star of the 1970s must reclaim his mojo in the 80s by saving all male kind fighting his <laughs> way to the heart of a conspiracy to sell meat pumped full of estrogen to emasculate men this what? is amazing this what is, is amazing. this yeah this is an amazing what? film what? why did danny trey danny trey i think does everything offered to him but like he had to have not read that script right Oh, he read it. He read it? No, he, he definitely read it. <laughs> Hell, he might have wrote it. <laughs> he might have wrote it. I love it. Oh, that's absolutely terrible. Fury of the Fist of the Golden Fleece. Is the emasculating meat the Golden Fleece? Is that what it is? I don't. I, 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 will, I will let you know in about two hours. I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> So, so I'm sorry. You were talking about sports. I, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Uh, there was there's a lot going on this morning in the NBA. So uh, uh, there's a couple things I want to talk. I want to talk all NBA, but before okay. that, uh, we just got word this morning that Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul are both out indefinitely. Oh, jeez. Uh, I I I hate the phrase indefinitely because you never know what that really means. Yeah. Uh, could be a game. Could be rest of the season. Who knows? Um. I would imagine both of those guys will be back sooner rather than later. It's the playoffs, you know, like uh, unless it's really, 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 really serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but injuries stink. I hate injuries. Yeah, me too. It's never fun. Even when he, you know, it, even even when they're not serious, even when uh, it, you know it's a team you hate, it still always sucks. Like I still yeah. never never like injuries. That game four with the 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 Sixers and the. Hawks, like I don't want the Sixers to really win, but I also don't want to see a very clearly hobbled Joel Embiid walking up and down the court. Me neither. Right? Like, yeah. You don't want to see that. At that point, I was like, Doc, just take him out, Doc. Like he's he's very obviously hurt, Doc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or he's not a hundred percent. He was like oh for twelve, or like one for twelve in the second half, wheezing, limping. Like just get him out of there, man. Yeah, it just stinks. get him out of there. Just get him out of there. Um, same with Harden in game. Uh, five against the with against the bucks like very obviously hurt mm-hmm. he's just just walking i don't know why the bucks didn't attack him i would have went directly at him like just attack his hurt leg and i don't mean like physically attack it i mean like go at <laughs> it make it sound like i'm saying hit him in the knee no that's I, what i heard that's what i heard <laughs> i heard sweep the leg that's what i heard i mean like drive to the side of his hurt leg mm-hmm. make him have to rotate um, don't you um don't you believe in fighting with honor? I, I I you I feel like you have now like shown me who you really are, Dwayne. That's what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like you've shown me that you're um that you're you're you you would be part of Cobra Kai. I feel like that's what you've shown me. I feel like teams should take advantages that they see on the court. If if you're if you're playing an injured player, I do think teams should take advantage of that. If you're in <laughs> if you're in football and a cornerback twists his knee. Wouldn't you throw at that wide receiver? I would. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that. But but you wouldn't tell the receiver to 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 like trip the cornerback, right? That's not. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying trip James Harden. I'm saying just drive to the side of his hurt leg. Oh, okay, okay. I I, I heard sweep the leg. That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm not saying hit his leg. No, yeah. don't attack yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you mean, though. I think we all know. I think we all know what you mean. I think so. Uh, if you have a cornerback, or if a cornerback is gassed, that's exactly who I'm throwing to. Yeah, or new, like the the cornerback yeah. steps out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cornerback steps out onto the field for the first time. It's covering AJ Green. Yep, yep, yeah. I'm throwing it up to AJ Green. That's my favorite, one happens. of my favorite scenes from the movie The Water Boy. We're gonna talk sports, I promise. Well, this is kind of sports. <laughs> The water boy. The, the water scene boy where, is sports. That counts. The scene where the kicker is kicking the ball off, and he's trying to figure out who to kick it to, and uh-huh. it pans to the guy who looks clearly terrified, and he's like, <laughs> "Like, there's my bitch," and he kicks it right to him, and the guy fumbles it. That's what you do. I like, love it. Who looks like they don't want to be on the court right now? <laughs> you come over here and guard me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um. All-NBA. I have a lot to say about All-NBA that was announced yesterday. Yeah, I want to hear it. Um, so, one thing that we do on this show a lot, or I do at least, is complain about NBA awards. Yep. Um, because I, I don't think they ultimately matter, and the reason they don't ultimately matter is because it's subjective, right? Like, MVP... Yeah, you could say, yeah, of course, Jokic was the best player, was the MVP of the season. You could also make an argument for five other players that I think yep. would be equally as legitimately, right? It's subjective. It's just about who the group of voters decide deserves the award that season. Yep. All-NBA, you could also make the same argument. Now, I'm going to, there's only one that I have a real beef with, but all of these guys deserve it, right? All of these guys were great this season. Nothing taken away from all of them. My problem with these awards is that in the last CBA, they made salary structure contingent on these awards. So if a guy, if you, in the first five, this is the Derrick Rose rule, if you remember, if a guy on his rookie deal wins an MVP or makes an All-NBA, they become eligible for that that rookie Supermax bump, which Luka is going to get because he made an All-NBA, right? Yep. That's completely, that's completely, to me, invalidates the, I don't want to say sanctity, but the purity of the vote. Because these voters have the ability, you know, to affect salary. Donovan Mitchell did not make All-NBA. Yeah. He did not. So Donovan Mitchell is going to lose $33 million yeah. because he didn't get voted into the All-NBA. That's, that, that can't, we cannot do that. Right. <laughs> like that can't be what happens. It's like your vote or not vote cannot cost these guys money, right? Mm-hmm. Um I remember a couple weeks ago. I I uh, mean I, I I will say it's always been that way. It's just now it's more direct. What do you mean? So that max thing is that way, right? But we've always I mean that they've always used awards to oh, to yeah. to work on salary, right? Like you've never made an All Star game and you want this much money or whatever. You know what I mean? That's always yeah. But you're you know, but you're right. Like I agree, this is a step too far when you make it like official when you stamp it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if you don't make this, it, 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 and it's always been kind of been that way. I mean, like yeah, you're, yeah. you're correct. Like there's always been like team stipulations and contracts. Like if you make an All NBA, then you get this bon- bonus money. If you make the All Star team, you get this amount of bonus money. If you make the second round, you get this bonus money. Like, yeah, that's always been a thing. Uh, it's just, this is ridiculous to me. Uh, I wanted to say that uh, a couple weeks ago, we didn't talk about this on the show. Beat writer for the Charlotte Hornets, Rick Bonell, passed. And he, um, I follow Rick Bonell on Twitter. I ne- didn't always agree with the stuff Rick Bonell said, but Rick was a good guy. He co- was very into the league, or very tapped into the league. He covered the original Charlotte Hornets. He was the, the original beat writer for the Charlotte Observer and covered the, the, the 88 inaugural team. Been there the entire time, and someone asked him a couple weeks ago about Rookie of the Year vote and asked him who he voted for, and he said that he didn't vote. And they said, oh, you don't have a vote? And he said, I had a vote, but once they started making it contingent, started making players' salaries contingent on my vote, I felt it wasn't appropriate because I have relationships with these guys. Oh, wow. And I was like, 
I wish every beat writer thought that way because yeah, every beat, wow. every beat writer should do that because you're absolutely correct. <laughs> like that is absolutely the correct take. It's like <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. So yeah, R.I.P. Rick Bunnell. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, it's like yeah, like you you can't like I I couldn't. Good or bad. Like, if you have developed a kind of a relationship with LaMelo Ball and then you don't vote for him to win a Rookie of the Year, maybe it damages your relationship with him. And That's then you true. can't vote for him because you want to maintain a relationship with him, right? Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> like, I, like it puts the writer in a tough spot either way. Yeah. And yeah. then, and and you're affecting the guy's money. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you shouldn't be affecting his money. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good point. I always forget that these beat writers like actually have relationships with the players, like that they yeah, and that that, that can't help but to influence them in some way. You know what of I mean? Of course. And also, you know who, <laughs> you know what Rick Bunnell's not doing? Watching a lot of other teams because yeah. he watches the Hornets every game, every night. Yeah. He's following the Hornets. He's not sitting down watching, you know, Nuggets Pistons. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, like he's watching his guys. How does he know how you know Jeremy Grant looked all season? He didn't watch Jeremy Grant. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only, the only, I just wanted to complain about that. And the only real complaint I have about the, the awards, Luka Doncic on the first team. Look, yeah, Luka, Luka's great. We love Luka. I feel like, with the exception of Julius Randle, you can make an argument for every other team on the second, every player on the second team above Luca. Chris Paul, Dame, <laughs> LeBron, and Joel Embiid all deserve to be first team over Luka Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's all LeBron, I'm saying. LeBron, LeBron missed a third of the season, so I get. And that. he was still better than Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Uh, do you have like a secret Luca hate? I'm just wondering. No, it's, I do not. It feels, you, Absolutely like no, Brandon. I'm not allowing okay. you to do this. I'm, I'm not allowing you to it. do this. You know, yeah. I have been a Luca guy since he was 16 years old. You have been. It's true. It's true. You have been. My, it's true. My problem with Luca is the same problem I had with Giannis. Yeah, it's not. I that. It's not them. It's everyone deifying them. Like uh-huh. they are not perfect human beings, guys. Like they yeah. are flawed basketball players. It is okay to say that. That's yeah. my whole that's that's my whole thing. I do not dislike Luca. <laughs> I love Luca. But good lord, guys. Yeah, and I'm not going to make a comment on a snub for first team because I'm just not capable. <laughs> You're not That's capable. It. Fair enough. I'm just not capable. Fair I'm enough. not capable of being reasonable and so I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> so It's fair. <laughs> it's it's it, 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 it is very fair. I also think it's, you know, you could make all these guys that made it, Kyrie, I don't, I don't, whatever, you know, third team, all NBA, whatever. I'm not going to gripe about it, but, you know, a guy takes weeks off at a time, sure. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's kind of, that's kind of an issue for me is um, in, in the, in the era of load management, like. How do you approach those awards? Because I, to me, right. it matters. It matters to me. You know what it I mean? It matters that, that Jokic played every game this season. That yeah, should matter. That yeah. matters to me. Um, you know, it, it matters to me the guys that 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 play almost the whole season versus the guys that are load load manage their way to the playoffs. Like I just, you know, that's just that's just me. You know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I hundred percent agree. That's the it's the yeah you load manage your way. You load manage for the purpose of you know, trying to be ready to make the playoffs. Well, that's the reward for doing that. Not winning, not winning awards, right? Yep, like exa- you, exactly. you sacrifice those awards to uh-huh. be prepared to make a deep run in the playoffs. That's how, exactly. it, that's how I would view it. Right. If you give them the awards anyway, what, then there's no sacrifice. What's the I, point of playing? Yeah. What's you the know, point of any of this? <laughs> we talked about that when LaMarcus Aldridge made the all-star game, his first year yeah. with the Spurs, right? Where his numbers were down and you know, LaMarcus Aldridge was an all-star talent, but his numbers were down and they were lower than people that should have made it Dame. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but we had that conversation then people, the argument was, well, LaMarcus shouldn't be penalized because he plays with better players. And I was like, like, yes, "Yes, he should. Yes, he should. That was the decision he made. (laughs) 
yeah, that's what you do. You sacrifice that. You give him the award anyway, and he didn't sacrifice. It just, yeah, it kills me. Kills me. Dame should have made the All-Star. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that was the year Dame made All-NBA third team and didn't make the All-Star team. Or was, I think, I think that might have been, the, was that the year that he, like, made it, but after, like, three other guys got hurt and pulled out? No, I think, like, I think he just didn't make it that year. He and didn't I was make it so that bad. year? I think LaMarcus might have been one of the replacements. Oh, okay, okay. Ugh. I, I was very upset. I was very, very upset. It's upsetting. <laughs> um, I wanted this was the, the, I bring up I brought up the Luca thing because I want to segue into our next the next thing I wanted to talk about. Did you see this story the Athletic wrote this week about the Mavs? Uh about the Mavs. Uh oh, just like just the the rumors that the general dysfunction in the front office and yeah. how pretty much Luca runs the show and how everyone kind of kowtows kowtows around whatever Luca wants. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I don't doubt that that's very true, that all of that is true. Sure. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm sure Luka Doncic is the star of the franchise. So <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to run stuff by him. Um, yeah. I, I found it interesting that the argument that, or the point of the, that Kristaps Porzingis is unhappy. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, well, Kristaps Porzingis was unhappy when he was in New York, and he was the main guy, right? Yeah. He's unhappy when he goes to Dallas, and he's the second banana. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is he? I always, you, I always like that phrase, by the way. The idea he's that the second you got, banana. I love the idea that people organize their bananas by like, <laughs> by like importance. Like you get your bunch of bananas and you take them all apart all and right. then you like this you line them banana. up. This is my first banana. This is uh, this definitely <laughs> looks like a second banana. <laughs> no, this one's no better than a fifth banana. I'm just saying. fifth enough. This this one's definitely JJ Barea. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to derail you. I just love that. No, that this saying. is this is a better point than the one I was gonna make. Um, <laughs> so my, my my question is, what what does Chris Tapps want? Yeah, just bananas. I think that's it. I think he just wants bananas. <laughs> get him as many get, bananas as he can have. I get being unhappy in New York. That team's a, that team was a mess. But mm-hmm. but like at the same time, like what 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 do you want, guys? Like. <laughs> at some point you just got to produce right you can't stay healthy you don't fit next to luca like you don't rebound like i don't know what you, you you're going to have to at some point this is on you that's all i'm saying chris Tapps. yeah I think it can't what, be it can't I, always be everyone else yeah I, I i don't know what's going on with him i mean there's too much talent there for him to to be as ineffective as he can be sometimes i don't know if it's focused or if it's just health like maybe he maybe his body just hasn't been right since he was in new york i mean that's very possible but yeah i don't know i uh i wonder if dallas moves him this year um we'll see see how realistic that is i mean because what kind of package are they looking for for him yeah, and then is that he's a still old that he still owes like 100 mil isn't he Doesn't yeah he right have, like yeah like it's a lot of money and also like dallas has a lot of sunken cost in him so like uh oh kinda. now you now you always you always caution me against that sunken cost thing no, no, I don't. I don't necessarily think that that's the way to go, right? But I'm just mm. saying, like, it might be difficult for them to view him as somebody that they can ship out for not much in return when they're and, evaluating yeah. what they gave up and the upside of having him if he does get his body right, you know. And he um, is, and he is an asset, right? Like, he you, is you, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think he's still an asset. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a bad contract yet. So let me. Th- I want to throw something at you. Just put this out there in the universe. Sure. There's a team. That may not be the favorite team of one of the hosts of this beloved podcast. Yeah, yeah. Who might that need needs, a big that needs that desperately needs a center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Dallas Mavericks also really need a point guard. That's true. It's true. That 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 same team of the member of this podcast, the favorite team of a member of this podcast, may also have a point guard that they do it's, not want to pay. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Kristaps Porzingis for a sign and trade for Devontae Graham. Call it in. Yeah, I would want don't more even don't even Dallas. run it by Jordan. Yeah, he's on the course. He's good. Don't worry about yeah, it. He's on the course. <laughs> I would want I would want more if I'm Dallas. If you're Dallas, no. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. More than more than Devontae Graham. Straight for, up, for Chris Dapps, no. Chris Dapps is hurt. Chris Dapps may never play fifty games for Charlotte. I'm just saying, I would want more. 
Well, I'm not giving you more. That's the deal. <laughs> but that's that's my argument, right? Is I'm saying Dallas would want more, and other teams would be hesitant to part with a package that's actually enticing to him to them. You yeah, know what I mean? The the rumored trade I heard out there was uh, Dallas was uh, PJ Washington for him, and which is interesting. But I would I don't I don't think I would do that. Yeah, that's to me. That's that's a more interesting deal for Dallas. I wouldn't do that. Charlotte should just stay out of that and go focus on John Collins or Jarrett Allen or someone else. So Jarrett Allen opinion. is an interesting name. He's available. Uh, I don't know, but why would Cleveland? Why would Cleveland? I don't know. Cleveland but you might as well that. call. You know. Yeah, Cleveland don't do anything. They don't. They, so. they don't know. Yeah, you you always call <laughs> Cleveland just to check. That's it. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I do. Charlotte is gonna have to make a decision here between. I think between Washington and Bridges, because you can't. You, it doesn't make sense to pay both those guys big money. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Uh, so they they probably need to get some something in trade for one of them, right? So, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the move for them. Maybe that's the the impetus for sending out a PJ Washington for somebody. Is, I, is the it's idea. it's We're so hard because I just. I'm too close to it because I don't want to trade either of them. You can't I know. trade I, Bridges. I understand. I you can't. Tra- you just. You cannot trade Miles Bridges. Like Miles Bridges good. is the. He is textbook off the bench energy. I could see that guy having a 30 point playoff game. Right. Yeah. Like you just. Yeah. You, you cannot. You. You can't. He can hit threes. He dunks on anybody in the league. You can't and, trade Miles Bridges. And he's a he's a two way wing that can slide to the four or slide down to the two. I mean, absolutely. That, that's a, that's absolutely. a really really. If you good wanted to get that. really crazy, he could probably play you some really small ball five. If you wanted yeah, to get yeah. really weird. Yep. Um, hey, he's he's honestly he he he's in that. I'm not saying he's he's as good as or not as good as or anything like comparing Draymond. Still, but but yeah yeah that yeah. the Draymond the the or even like the Robert Covington or yeah. the Jalen Brown kind of He's kind of absolutely that that, he, that is the type. that is the vein that he is in and and I, you keep I, those guys those are guys you keep you keep those I, for me I would not trade him it would have to be it would have to be a really really intriguing package for me to trade uh, Miles Bridges yeah PJ would be the one I would move if I'm going to move the two if I'm going to move one of the two although you don't really have to move them honestly you don't you, have to you, but yeah you, you really to don't. <laughs> Because they can play together, you just have to decide you're willing to pay them. Um, yeah, the honestly, problem, the problem is the, the problem. It's the problem with the it's the DJ. It's the, excuse me. It's the Dame CJ thing, right? It's just like this is a lot of money of. to sink into these two spots, right? Kind, like kind of. So, the difference is Dame and CJ playing together creates a big problem on the court, right? So, that's true. so Dame has to be extra good to compensate for that. Um, Charlotte, that the it's less more it's less about the money in t- in two spots. It's more about the fit, right? But Charlotte, I mean, PJ and Miles can play together. It's fine. So they, it, it, it's not fine. I mean, it's not it's not a problem, right? It, but it, it, they they just they duplicate each other too much. I think to spend money at the same spot because they oh, okay. they so it is they the play they play. You can play them together. Miles at the three, CJ at the four. If you wanted to get really weird, they put PJ PJ at the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really hope Charlotte doesn't have to do that again. They did that this year because they didn't have a five. Their best five yeah. was Bismack Biombo. Um, so they, they'll bring hope, somebody in. Hope, I mean, whoever hopefully, it is, hopefully, bring hopefully we won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, but the, the problem is, is just that you just can't because what's it going to cost to keep both of those guys? Twenty mil a year. Probably eighteen. Although you we're a few s- years away from having to having to worry about that. Miles is next year. Miles extension is next year. Oh and yeah, I guess you're right. PJ is the year after that. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's sooner than you thought. Like <laughs> than, you, than you think. The Terry Rozier is a free agent next summer. Yeah, and then Lamelo's the year after PJ. And then Lamelo's going to be the year after PJ. So yeah, it's 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 that's still like three or four years away. So it, it's not an emergent thing. But it is something you probably have to kind of start thinking about. Yeah, pay Miles, see what you can get for PJ. That makes sense. I would, I pay, I would, I would, I would pay Miles, and then ugh, just oh, PJ, he's so inconsistent too. Because That's on thing, yeah. on some nights, PJ Washington will look like one of the best young fours in the league, and then on some nights, he looks like a tenth man. 
yeah he watching just, like, watching his stat lines crack me up because you'll get you'll have like it'll be like a game he'll do like 25 and 12 right and then the next game it'll be like one of 13 for yeah. for, for four points yeah and six rebounds and you'll be like he, he played the same minutes disappeared he, he 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 came into camp last year he was not in shape yeah um, those and, bo- that bojangles man yeah it's listen it's the look the season started fast that's the excuse that bill Simmons gives to luca while luca was out of shape they didn't know the season was starting they didn't know the season was starting. Of course he knew the season was starting. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course he did. Everyone in the league knew athlete. the season was starting. You're a professional athlete. I'm sorry. You and I have said, had this conversation a lot. Like, I understand it's really hard. Like, I, I am not going to pretend like it's not hard to stay motivated and stay hungry and keep your body in that position and all that. But at the same time, you're a professional. This is your job. Your job is to be in shape. Like, like that's your job. So, Ugh. you know. <laughs> Just, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. When, like, I, when I was in the military, all right, I was in really good shape, right? And yeah. And, and I didn't do what these guys do. And my, you know, I didn't have to be in nearly as good a shape as these guys were in. And I, I drank too much and smoked and did all that. But I still, I worked out every day when I was in the military. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, you know. It's your job. It's your job yeah. to take care of your part body. part of your job. It's part of your job. <laughs> um, yeah, all that to say, I would trade for Chris Tasperzingas. I would not give up P.J. Washington. I, I, you know, I wouldn't even really want to get rid of, of uh, Devontae Graham, but Charlotte's not going to pay Devontae Graham. I think they've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, the problem with Devontae, with paying Devontae Graham is, is you know, where do you get the minutes there, right? Because you, you, cause LaMelo is starting, right? And and it's yep. hard not to give Terry Rozier big minutes because he played great no. for you guys this year. Terry Rozier is also starting. Yeah. so <laughs> He's not coming off the bench. So then Devontae Graham just becomes your bench guy, which is nice. I guess but not, the question. Not, I guess somebody you, wanted, I guess how much how much does it cost to keep Devontae Graham? I wonder. I guess. I that's guess kind the, of the question, question the question would be then: Are you gonna pay Terry Rozier? Maybe that's the question. Yeah. Although I kind of don't think because Terry Rozier's contract actually looks pretty good in hindsight now. I, um, yeah, I think, and, and I kind of think he's gonna cost the same as what you're paying him. I don't. I, I don't would, think. Yeah. Yeah, he's not gonna get a max deal by any means. Yeah. I, I think but, you could probably re sign him. You could probably extend him next year for like, you know, three years fifty five million or something like that. I think you could do that. That's the thing. If they make the decision that their backcourt is gonna be LaMelo and Terry Rogier going forward three years, four years, something like that, and just commit to it, then I think that they should trade Devontae. They should sign and trade Devontae Graham. And bring and pick up a, a, a cheap backup point guard. Yeah, because I, 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 I wouldn't want to because you're gonna because Devonte is gonna want something north of you know 15 million as well. I would imagine maybe 12 to 15. I, if they could get him at a reasonable price, like somewhere between like eight to 12 million a year. Yeah, then, he's not restricted, sure. is he? He's restricted. Yes, he is restricted. Okay, yeah, yes. give him an offer and just. I would say let him go test the market he, and let wait, somebody he might else be make that decision. because he was undrafted. I'll, I'll look that up, but I, he may be unrestricted, actually. Because if, if, if he's restricted, then I, I would just let him go find out what his market is, right? Because it might not be as much as we think, right? Like, he didn't it have a great season this year. He plays in Charlotte. The national media doesn't like Charlotte. So, you know, you never know. <laughs> Isn't it weird that you have to factor that in? The fact that no one's seen these guys play. It is. It, it, it's it's weird, but it is like like he's he's better than Kyle Kuzma, and he's not going to get as much Kyle, as Kyle Kuzma will on him. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's so much better than Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. But Kyle Kuzma, his although I guess Kyle Kuzma <laughs> just signed an extension. Yeah, he's but, already gotten his money, which is yeah. weird. He got okay. thirteen million per, which is less than I thought he would get. Not not less than I thought he should get, it's but less than much. I thought he would get. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma is not. Boy, yeah, the Lakers—they—they they only Devante have. Is restricted. Yes. The Lakers only have seven players under contract next year, and that includes Montrezl Harrell's player option, which may not come to fruition. How much is his option? Nine point seven million. You got to think he turns that down, just basically based yeah. on role too. Like he didn't have that much of a role with the Lakers this year, right? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna call up uh, Mitch Kupchak. Mitch is gonna be like, "Well, well, well." Yeah, right. Look who's come crawling back. Look who's here. <laughs> Which, by the way, would be a great move for Charlotte to sign him. I'm too petty. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. I would do it. <laughs> I'm petty. Got, gotta let that pettiness go by, my friend. 
Let's just let it just wash last week, it out. Last week system. I said I was growing. This week I'm back in it. You know, yeah. it's it's a progress. It's progress. Wash it out of your system. That's it. <laughs> he makes a ton of sense. I um if you could get him for like nine mil, I still want him to get two bigs. They yeah. need a marquee big. They need John Collins. That's who they need. Um or or if Colin, if uh Jared Allen is available, Jared Allen would make a ton of sense for Charlotte too. Yeah, and I just I feel like Cleveland is always you just never know. I mean, they probably don't want to give up Jared Allen. They probably view him as 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 part of their core, but you never know. You never oh, know. Oh, he's with a Cleveland. restricted free agent. Why did we not? Oh, know he this? is. Yeah, go throw money at him. Did we not know? Did I? I did not know this. Why did we not know that? Maybe that's why oh. I. Maybe that's why I had him in my mind. So we do. I knew that all along. I swear. That's what. Oh, it yeah, is. I, you knew it totally. Yeah, I know what I'm talking yeah, about. Totally. That's how it goes. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I like that we're just rambling about Charlotte. Like it's sure. It's, Why yeah. not? It's Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I, you know, I haven't talked Charlotte in a long time. Let's talk Charlotte. You know who's unrestricted next year? That's going to be getting that that might be getting paid. That's really interesting. Is Thomas Bryant? Ooh, I like so that. Next year, next year he'll be unrestricted. That's an interesting, very interesting uh, free agent option for teams next year if Washington doesn't extend him unrestricted funny as we're talking news broke that they're not bringing back scott brooks oh interesting boy lots of coaches going out a lot of, this is the most coaching vacancies i can remember in a while in the nba yeah lots um, of teams out there need coaches yeah Terry i think Dodds the, is gonna get a job real fast washington that makes sense to me he'd be great in washington that'd be that great washington spot makes sense yeah, I hope he gets a. I hope he gets a good job and like has a lot of. Stats is a good coach, Stotts. man. Like, uh, like he, he seems yeah. like a good dude too. He seems like a good guy. He's a good coach. Listen, that team made the playoffs like eight straight seasons, right? Like he yep. may not be the guy that gets you over the hump to a title. Maybe, maybe that's not who he is. But if you need someone to write your ship and create stability and consistency, I think he absolutely can be that guy. By the way, speaking of coaching, so there are rumblings about Eric Spolstra not being secure in Miami. Is there anything yeah. to that? Because that seems crazy to me. I my 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 mind says no. My mind yeah. says just there's just that doesn't make any sense that he he's would be too good of a coach on it the out. Make any and he's sense. he's too like integral to what that franchise is. But I've I I saw two different reports in the last two weeks that have alluded to that. That's some that just if if he's let go, he gets his pick of whatever job is out there, right? Yeah, like if he can I, get, I, pick whatever one he wants. If, I, if 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 they let him go or if he leaves, I send I I, I tell Dame, listen, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm flying you to Miami. Yeah, you are you are not allowed back in the state of Oregon without Eric Bolster. <laughs> <It's like>, <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever it takes, buddy. We we have your bail. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he's. I don't think. Well, maybe I don't send Dame. I, I send like Covington. Don't send Dame because Dame's too. Let's <laughs> not get Dame involved. <laughs> Dame Dame goes goes to Miami and doesn't come back. We'd be like, what no, happened? Yeah, Dame, yeah, because Dame, Dame may stay. <laughs> like guys, it's really nice here, guys. <laughs> You're like, what? What happened? What happened? He's from um, he's he's from the Portland area. Spolstra is so. Oh, is he? I didn't know. Yeah, that. he he went to Jesuit. Uh, high school in beaverton oregon and then went okay. to portland university oh wow he's for a for real portland guy yeah i think he even i want to say he was like a video coordinator for um no did he have blazers I, th I thought he like had like a small role with the blazers or something okay um i know he was the like he was the video guy for the heat Okay, maybe 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 he wasn't then. Yeah, maybe that's not. I know he was a video guy for the Heat, and then he went. He gave a presentation one day to Pat Riley, and Pat was like, "Why is this guy? Why why is this guy not on the staff? <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows more than all of you." <laughs> and then he became it. an assistant coach. Then he became the head coach. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, Spolstra has. If that's real, and I still don't think it is, but if that's real, he he's the number one option for Portland at coach. 
And for every team. I think every yeah. team. Like, <laughs> the the that Pacers. Be priority number one for Portland. The Pacers, honestly, they should back up the truck for Eric Spolstra. Like, if every he, team if he became available. But I don't think every, he will. I don't think he's going to become available. I don't think so either. That, that doesn't seem feasible to me. Yeah, I don't think so either. He took that team to the finals last year. Like, that team yeah. to the finals. He's won four titles with that team. <laughs> or three. 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 Yeah, he's won three he was titles with that team. Yeah, he was an assistant the fir- during the first one, though, right? No, 06? No. Oh, was pa- Riley was the coach, wasn't he? Yeah. You're right. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 2008, Spolster became head coach. Okay, yeah, so Riley was there in 06, yeah. Yep. Because that's right, Riley took over for um, somebody, right? Like, wasn't it wasn't it kind of controversial? Riley was just like, look, let me do this, and came in and won the title. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what happened, but that sounds very much like that, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 because he was there until 2003. And then, um, yeah, he was there till t- till 2003. And then uh, left after 2005 and hired someone else, and then mm. and then came back, or, or left for a year, hired someone else, and then came back. And and right, it's like yeah, like yeah, this is stupid. Like just yeah, yeah just give, just move, move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was an assistant. Yeah, I forgot. I don't know why I, I was remembering him as the head coach in 06. But yeah, that was Pat Riley. I remember this now. Yeah, I I. Yeah, I, I love that. Well, I know that's why um there were rumors that happened. I remember people were like um you know, people thought that that perhaps the uh uh Riley would take over for Spolstra like that first year when Yeah, uh, yeah, when they, when yeah, I remember there, that. People were like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. is Riley going to step in again?" And uh, yeah, <laughs> Stan Van Gundy, Stan, Stan Van Gundy was there. And then Riley was just, nope, get out of here. And then. <laughs> was it Stan? I don't remember it being Stan. Okay. It was. It was Stan Van Gundy. That's uh, according to Wikipedia, the most. That's, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that seems. I seem to remember that. Boy, I seem to have blocked that whole era of heat yeah. basketball out of my brain. Because they made the conference finals in 2005 with Stan Van Gundy and, and lost. And then Pat Riley was just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because they have that was because that was like Wade's like second or third season. Yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was Wade. <laughs> that was whenever Wade was doing what Donovan Mitchell is doing now, and everyone was like, "Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. This, uh, this this might be something here." Yep. Yep. Because they had they just brought in Shaq, and I think yep. Riley thought that that team should have won the title in two thousand five. Yeah. So that team was good. It, that team's mm-hmm. kind of gotten lost to history, man. But that was a good team. Yeah, that Heat team. Uh, that Shaq Heat team, was that, still that Shaq at that time. Team. Shaq was, Shaq was, he was, yes, I would say he was Shaq, but like 40 pounds too heavy Shaq. Not, <laughs> instead of not, like 40 pounds too 20. heavy. <laughs> yeah, not the usual thir- 25. He was like 40 pounds too heavy at this point. And not the Sha- not the Boston Shaq that was about 60 pounds too heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So just um, yawning into the mic. Yawning right. in a podcast. Just, yaw- that is, just yawn into the mic. I'm doing good. <laughs> I'm doing good. My my youngest man, she's been having me up for like two hours a day, a, a, a night lately. It's just I don't know what's going on with her. Yeah, she she panicked about. She got Paul George thoughts. Is that what it is? It might be. It's probably Paul George related. I'm guessing yeah. that's the case. So most um, of what she does is Paul George related. So can I ask another question about the NBA? Yes, absolutely. Please do. Please get me back on track because I'm I'm not Why? doing well today. Apparently, <laughs> why do people hate the Utah Jazz? And I'm, as I asked you this, as someone who I know hates the Utah Jazz, <laughs> so hate is too strong of a word for me. Okay, so I remember a lot of the Utah Jazz beating the Blazers in the '90s. I just remember a okay. lot of that. So that's why I hate the Jazz. But okay, that's not that's not really. <laughs> That's not really, like, a legit hate. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and then I also found those Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer teams to be very unlikable. I just did. Oh, come uh, on, man. Andre Kirilenko? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and those then, teams were so annoying. 
<laughs> and then I'll be honest, this iteration too, like I like Donovan Mitchell individually and I like Rudy Gobert individually, but them together, they're just grumpy and whiny and I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I, um, I don't know that they've ever been like super, super likable, you know? Also, I, I, I will, I will concede that their, their fans aren't not racist. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like I, I, I won't <laughs> yeah, say you that they there. are. Huh? You lived there, so yeah, I, you might have more insight than me I, into I, I why people hate I won't say that they're, they're. I won't say that they are, but they definitely aren't not. You know <laughs> what I mean? Definitely aren't not. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, no, I, so I think that just kind of you know they just rub people the wrong way. There was an incident a couple weeks ago uh, where they got into it with John Morant's dad, was saying some oh. foul stuff to him at one of the one of the the games in Utah. Just. Just again, we've said it before. We'll say it again. Fans are awful everywhere, mm-hmm. but yeah. it it does seem to be kind of a thing in Utah. I I asked that question because of the teams left. If it's not Milwaukee, the team I want to win the title is Utah, because it 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 feel they feel if if it, and I guess after that would be Phoenix. But Utah feels like it would be a really really good big picture narrative for the league. In a, a small team that drafted, coached, stuck with it, and you know it paid off in the end, right? Like that, they're out. They're without Mike Conley too now. Mike Conley's out now as well. Everybody's hurt. Every team's missing someone at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild, man. This season, it's brutal. Um, but yeah, I think that I'm kind of rooting for them, and everyone on social media seems to not want Utah to win. And it, it just seems kind of weird to me because I, you know, it, it seems like they would be the team that most diehards would be rooting for. Now that Denver's out, because everyone was rooting for Denver. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, Phoenix, yeah, I like, guess. Like to me, it's easy for me to root for Utah over the Clippers. Like that's easy. So, um. Yeah, I I just yeah, don't, but when I they, don't yeah, know. but like if it's if it's Phoenix, like it's it, it is kind of hard, I guess, to root against Chris Paul getting his first ring, right? Like it's it's yeah, it, it's kind w- of hard. Would it, he you know, be back? Would he be back for the finals? Well, he's he's got a COVID thing. It's a COVID. He's, oh, okay. Like in the, so he's it's okay. in the COVID right. protocol. Okay. And it's it's ten days at minimum that he's got to be quarantined. Okay. Or, All right. So feasibly depending on if this if the season if this series goes seven yeah good time good good timing for it for chris Paul. yeah like good timing for a sweep too <laughs> hope he's okay hope everything's fine um, yeah so if if if, if it, so if, the, if it goes two more games or three more games because it's two to two so it could feasibly go another week so uh-huh. yeah he could feasibly be back for a game for a game one yeah. Of these Western so, Conference Finals. So my order would be Bucks, Suns, Jazz, big step down. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> big step down. Um Clippers, 76ers, Nets. That would be my uh my order. Like I think that's huge my- step down to the Hawks, huge step down to the Clippers. And then I'd have another and then if I'd do Clippers. Sixers, and then another huge step down. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd feel much better about the Sixers winning than the Nets. Yeah, that would be my. That's how I go. And and of course that means you know the Nets are gonna win. But of course, um, of course, it's gonna be Clippers Nets in the finals because they beat the Bucks with half a Harden and um, Durant just deciding to win. Like Durant was just like we're going to win, and that was it. It's hard. I'm also gonna put. It's hard to beat that. I'm gonna put a lot of that loss on Bud. Yeah, because it's like at some point it's like okay, you're up. What was it, twenty or whatever it was they were up? Uh huh. And you see, <laughs> you see, Kevin Durant is going Cylon. Yeah, it's like at some point, call the offense, call an offense that doesn't equal like a three, a corner three with twenty seconds left on the shot clock. How about yeah, don't yeah, run yeah, that yeah. play? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. What, is CJ a buck? Ooh. For is who? CJ a bu- uh, No, no, no. I'm just saying. Is CJ was he, was he playing? Like, oh, the, oh, the oh, long, you're saying, oh, you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bad get shot it. with 20 seconds left on the clock, on the shot clock. Is that? Um, that that by the way would be see that that long been a Portland thing. Like like in the subsect of people who want 
to trade CJ, right? Um, yeah. We uh, Long has been Chris Middleton a, a desired target, but but Ooh. I I don't think the Bucks would do that because Middleton's a better player. Middleton's a better player. So if is they he? trade Middleton, he is. If Middleton's a better player, or if Middleton, if you trade Middleton for CJ, you're not getting better if you're the Bucks. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, at you're best, you're right. staying the same. Yeah, so. you're at. You need to add CJ to that. Yeah, yeah. But, so, ugh. so there's no trade. Chris that, Middleton, that though. Makes Chris sense. Middleton to me is. Oh, I don't even know if I would do that if I'm Portland. Honestly, <laughs> Middleton I gives you. Portland? Middleton gives you almost as much scoring as CJ with more size and more other stuff. The side, he definitely can play more than one position, and he de- and he does play defense. You could put him at the two, three, or maybe even the four in some spot in some rotations. Yep. So yeah, I would. Yeah, I would consider that. But I, I, I also do. I, I've, I've always thought that Middleton was kind of overrated. Yeah, yeah. You've always been kind of on that, on that path. Yeah, you've always thought Middleton. I think Middleton is actually a little underrated. So. <laughs> I think we're somehow both right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I think that's true as well. I think he is underrated for what he adds to that team, but I don't know that he would do that. It's like Draymond, right? Like Draymond is invaluable to Golden State. If you make him the guy in New York, I don't think he's nearly as impactful. I agree. Yeah, Middleton is honestly Middleton is probably a phenomenal third star on a absolutely. Team. That's what yeah. I that's what I kind of think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Um... So yeah, so I, I would love Chris Middleton in Portland. I just feel like I feel like he would. I, I feel like him playing with Dame and Covington and Nurk like w- would be a really nice setup for Portland. It just, you know, it, it would just solve a lot of the defensive problems that that Portland has. Um, we're running short, close on time here. I want to uh, bring up one other thing that I've enjoyed this week in sports. Uh, we've reached the point where we're getting stories. Uh, NFL teams are having their their uh, mandatory mini camps. Oh yes, yes. I I love these stories. These are always I good. Love Everyone's them. in I the love best them. shape of their life. There's been <laughs> so many stories I've seen in the local Tennessee coverage about just what a revelation Julio Jones is, and about <laughs> how he looks like he's in the best shape of his life. He he's running crisp routes. And all this, I'm like, oh, so this means I'm not drafting him till like what eleventh round? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so fun. All of these stories, like, uh, not uh, uh... <laughs> it's 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 a different cornerback for the Panthers every week, right? That's yeah. that's just picking off every pass, and it's just like like let's not get too excited about interceptions in a mini camp, can we not? Let's yeah. just like let's just calm down. Yeah, the the <laughs> Dolphins. There's like a big story about like Tua throwing five picks in practice or something like that. And oh, like, really? Okay. Like, calm, relax, yeah. relax. Yeah, settle down. It's practice. Number one, um, they're probably trying some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, also, no- the defense has the playbook. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and also, uh, best probably the best corner tandem in the league in Miami. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> That's my rule. Settle down on the min- on not even training camp. We're in mini camp. Yeah, we're in mini camp. Now all they have on is helmets. That's it. They just have helmets. That's it. I look man like look I was I was there today. I saw it with my own two eyes. I've never seen a running back like Derrick Henry run with the ferocity in June <laughs> that I see him running with. Like calm down. Calm <laughs> down. <laughs> No, that's the way it goes, man. Everyone is as healthy as they've ever been. So, um, <laughs> you know, and, and all that. Um, as we discussed at the top of the hour, Robbie Anderson sees a glow in Sam Darnold. I love, yes. I love that. That's my that might be my favorite thing for the past few years is that a receiver sees a glow in the in the quarterback. I just there's so many ways you could take that, and they're all wonderful. Sees the glow. Robbie Anderson's my favorite Panther, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> he's. A, I de- I've never not enjoyed a Robbie Anderson quote. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I like Robbie. Um, w- one thing, keep an eye on it. I, I just want to do this with the NFL. Bill, Bill Barnwell put this on on ESPN. He's predicting like season 
uh, records, major records that could get broken this year because of the extra game. It's it's true. We might Ooh, see we might see I records haven't go even down. Considered that. Ooh. Yeah. We might see records go down. We might see more 2,000 yard seasons. So Derrick Henry's the last one to do it in 16 games. So um, oh, I bet you, know, you we definitely see a 2,000 yard season this year. Those are going to be really interesting. Uh, you know, I I'm going to be I'm going to be it's going to be fun to watch that to see if uh, I think see one if of the my extra game one of my predictions last season was Christian McCaffrey would uh, didn't I say he was going to br- uh, break the all time all purpose yards in his season? Did you I say did? that? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, you said yards from scrimmage. Yards from scrimmage, not all purpose, but yards from yep. scrimmage. Did I say he would break? What was it like twenty three hundred yards or something like that? Ah, uh, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So. That was a bold prediction. That might not be as bold this year, honestly, if he stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's, the next still, game. it's still it's big. Still, yeah, that's yeah. still very bold. But it's it, it. I forgot the extra game is dumb because now like, nine and eight, I just, that yeah. just doesn't sound right, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh no, I'm I'm with you. It's uh, it, it changes records and all that. So I'm never really thrilled with it. But you never know. <laughs> I think that it's gonna make five thousand yard passing easier in a season. Have that extra game that you can get another three hundred yards in. Yeah. 400 <laughs> nowadays yeah you're right sorry you know but players have been knocking on the door of eric dickerson's rushing yards in the season 2105 and 1984 but players have been knocking on the door of that for years and so so who who did barnwell say had the best chance of doing that this year? uh he said derrick henry um which yeah you know I always this is so uh, Derrick Henry is such an enigma because like I always I always like worry about players who have a two thousand yards or have four hundred ter- touches or whatever. I'm terrified right? of it, man. Terrified. I'm always scared of that. But like, if anyone can repeat that type of performance, like Derrick Henry <laughs> is just a monster. So like, I, I don't know. We'll see. But it's always concerning. It's definitely always concerning. So I just it just it, it he worried guys like him worry the crap out of me. Yeah. Because it's just like Jamal Charles, man. It's just like one year he's on top of the world, and the next year he's gone. Yeah, and yeah. They, they go, it go. It happens fast. It happens and it's really just fast. Like yeah, Jamal Charles is like what, the top running back in in fantasy for three, three, maybe three, four seasons. Yeah, and then he's just gone, and it's just yeah. it, there's there's no precursor to it. It's just when it goes, it goes, and you don't know when it's gonna go. So, yeah. I think. That, they got a window that they've to use him anyway. Like that's another thing about football is that one player does have a huge impact, but losing one player doesn't always absolutely kill your season. Yeah. So like, but still like, ugh, I just it, it terrifies me. If I had him in fantasy in dynasty, I'd be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> you you at least you at least see what anyone's offering. You at least check. yeah. <laughs> I've got him in. I've got him in one league. If 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 it's like week four and my team isn't good, I'm definitely going to see see what's out there for him. So yeah, because you just man, it's just, you just don't know. It yeah. sucks. I love running backs, but man, like this, the game is so violent and their self shelf life is just so short that you just you can't plan long term with those guys. Mm-hmm. It's 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 really hard, and it's got. It feels like it's gotten more that way, and I don't know why it feels like it's been more that way because it's always been that way, right? But it just feels like it's more so, uh, you know. But I remember, you know, even in the '90s, I remember guys like Chris Warren were just dominant for like three years and then gone. So yeah, crazy. It it just it, you know it, it it's it's indicative of the sport how the, I think how how much more violent the sport has gotten than it did. Yep. What and about my guy? I drafted last year in our dynasty league. I drafted uh, Darrington De- Evans. What's he look like? Uh, he was hurt his whole, pretty much his whole rookie year, and okay. so, um, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if he can stay healthy. Um, I, I was reading that they have him catching a lot of balls in in minicamp. So okay. hopefully, hopefully that he can find a role there. I loved him coming out. Like he was, I think he was an App State kid. And uh, I, I thought he looked like an every down back, looked like the kind of player that, uh, you know, that could – I always like those, like, slightly under uh, slightly under height 
players who like um have legs that never stop moving like i was i was like those guys they was just i was like a big maurice jones drew fan like yeah. i was kind of like those guys so um and evans is 510 he's not short but he's you know it's he's not big so but he's still got like the thick legs that legs that never stop moving you know tell you man never i've never seen a wide receiver Pay attention the way AJ Brown has this week. <laughs> AJ Brown. I love looks that this is though, Stephen A. Smith light. Like it's almost is, Stephen no, A. Smith. This is this is no. This is a uh, Nashville sports radio guy that doesn't actually live in Nashville. He lives like in Franklin. Oh, I love but it. He, but he and he he never the, the the station's not in Nashville. But he acts as though he's very very in tune with what's going on downtown. That's that's who this guy is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but listen, man, Taylor Lewan, I've just, I've seen him move. Like, it was driving me nuts this week, man. Like y'all gotta relax. <laughs> that being said, I'm probably going to pick them to win the division. So yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> uh, I probably will too. I don't know. May- maybe the Colts. We'll see. I, the Colts really comes down to is Carson Wentz terrible or is he not terrible? This is going to be a fun. This is this is it. This this might be the the, the deciding season that we get a, a definitive answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. I, that honestly, that's it. Like there, there's no way. Yeah, after this year, we we will we will. I, a lot of people already have their definitive opinions on Carson Wentz. I don't yet. I need this season. I need him to be healthy in a good situation. So. I d- Okay. Like, but we've seen him stink, right? Like, we have, but we've also seen him really good un- under better conditions. Like, that's the thing. Like, people forget how bad Philly was last year. Like, Philly yeah, was missing four-fifths of their offensive line. Their best receiver was Travis Fulgham. Like, Miles Sanders was in and out of the lineup, right? The the coach yeah. got fired. Like, yeah. I, I just I, – I, Wentz, I, I want to give Wentz a year in a better situation. The Colts are a much better situation. They've got a better line, better receiving options, better running game, better coach, good offense. He knows the system, familiar. He's he's had success with this system before. I just – I want to give him this year before I'm, like, out. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not that, saying he's fair. Clear. I'm just it's not fair. out yet. I, I think so. it's fair. <laughs> I, I, may, I may have been prematurely out. I'll, I'll say that. So. And probably not, but <laughs> <laughs> to your credit, probably not. You're probably right. Um, I'm really mad that Jamison Crowder re- renegotiated his contract into staying with the Jets. I'm really upset about that. You what? <laughs> Why? Because Jamison Crowder is too good to be like fifth on the depth chart. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. this either means Elijah Moore loses touches, right? Or it means that Jamison Crowder loses touches. And both, I think, are bad. I it's want Elijah Moore Crowder, to get lots right? of snaps. I would think so. But, you know, I want Moore to get a lot of snaps, and I want Crowder. Crowder's a really good slot receiver. He sh- he deserves to be able to get, you know, 80 targets this year, right, out of the slot. Like, send him somewhere better. Send him to Detroit, who really needs him. You know what yeah, I mean? Send him somewhere. You know, t- Tennessee. Send him to Tennessee. He can fill that Adam Humphreys role. You know what I mean? Put him somewhere where he could really be put to use. You know what I mean? So uh, the it, Miami. Is, Shoot, Miami. So Is this the season? Does this happen this year? Uh, looking at our, our, our lads, guys, they have LaMichael P. Ryan as the RB1. Is that happening? Probably not. But, you know, I will call that an open job. So... That's an open job. They probably – so our lads at this time of year tends to favor guys that were on the roster last year. Mm. So Tevin that's Coleman probably – yeah, Tevin Coleman and, and Michael Carter were not. So that's yeah. probably – that'll probably change as camp kind of straightens out. Like rookies are usually a little lower on their on their depth chart, things like that. So, um, But Piran – I would love for Piran – I think Piran will get a shot at it. Um, the, the media doesn't seem to think he – is going to win the job, but I think he'll at least get a chance, which is nice because Adam Gase didn't even give him a chance. So. Yeah, get Gase out of there. What are we doing? I don't understand. Your team is terrible, and you've got a fourth round rookie Just running back, and you're giving the ball to Frank Gore. Like, what why are you, are you doing? Giving the ball to Frank Gore. What are you doing? <laughs> we all like Frank Gore, but Frank Gore, number one, looked done last year. Like, looked as yeah. done as he's ever looked. Right? He um, looked done. 
And number two, your team is terrible. Why are you giving snaps to your your old running back? Like, no, no. Shame on you, Adam Gates. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, it, that made no sense. I remember like halfway through the season last year, you were like, if they don't give him 10 touches this game, I'm going to start throwing something. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make any sense. It made no sense. Running Ty Johnson out there. And maybe Michael Piron was just terrible in practice. And he wasn't particularly good when he played. Like, I get that. But still, like, like give give your youth snaps. you got to see what you got. You have to see what you got. Even if you think you're getting fired, like, you might not get fired. You know how you don't get fired, Adam? Is if the guys that you brought in are good. Yeah. Are really good, right? <laughs> you know Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, and Frank Gore aren't the future. If LaMichael P. Ryan comes in, suddenly you win a few games, you can sell to management. Look what I did with LaMichael P. Ryan. Like, yeah. like that's that's a better chance for you to stay on. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> the I want everyone to know, I heard this rant about LaMichael P. Ryan at least twice last season. At least. At least. <laughs> All right. We, we are long. Are we, are we did we have we got enough of the Michael P Ryan? In? Can we we we've got probably like another what 15 20 minutes on the Michael P Ryan? I could go another hour. <laughs> oh, any final thoughts before we go, buddy? No, I'm I, the, the NBA fi- NBA playoffs are a, a mess. The NBA is a disaster at the time. <laughs> Everybody's hurt. I just I hope everyone just comes through healthy at this point. Let's just get yeah. let's just land this plane gently. Yeah, let's do it. Let's 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 make it make, make them all three game series Please. and like you know thirty minute games and just let everyone get some rest. <laughs> Please. So before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. So please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on the Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffer from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo. Listen your attention's on the fire. Because on the mic, I call experience.